Welcome everybody to Biscuits and Groovy. I'm Tyler. And I'm Alex. And our artist this week was Allison Krauss. Heck yeah. And the first song that we're going to play is Endless Highway from I've Got That Old Feeling. So, this song, maybe more than any we've done so far in the whole series, um, points out to me the importance sometimes of listening on the right sound system, right speaker. Um, okay. Uh, this just can't point out now. Is so I listen to this this past week on my headphones most of the time. Just like it kind of changes what I'm doing during the week if sure. I'm in my car a lot or whatever. But um, this week, most of my listening was done with my AirPods. Um, so you know, very small speakers inside my ears they will take sound differently and project it differently. Um, I didn't notice how cutting her voice is. Like oh, cutting, her voice dude. cuts right piercing. through. Yeah. It's so piercing. Yeah. Well, and, and like, yeah, seriously, the first note comes in. I was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, that is, I guess she's, how loud is she singing? But it wasn't that. Right. Just, the, mic, yeah. the mic made that, uh, yeah. Really felt the same yeah. way too. <laughs> That's funny. But like, yeah, like I hadn't noticed that in my ears until, you know, until right now. And I think, we will probably come back to that a lot about how truly distinct her voice is. Okay. And also I would say more importantly, how impressive her control of her voice is. Yeah, dude. And just, Oh my gosh. Was it soprano? Right. Is that how it works? Uh, yes. That's, 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 that's the, the high, uh, that's the high female I voices. Mean, there's like super sopranos, like mezzo sopranos, things like that. There are, there are other things that are more specific, like more, um, yeah. 
yeah, like specialized in, in a way. But yes, yeah, soprano is generally the, the higher uh, female voice. Correct. She's got a high yes. voice. She has a very high voice. That that isn't even the high end of her voice. I would say that's that's probably about mid range singing for her. There there's what that last chorus. She hits a note where she like does a little uh, flourish on top of that um, that line, and it goes a little higher than she does any other chorus. But uh, yeah, it's that song isn't necessarily that high for her, but it's still a pretty high pitched song. Yeah. Um, and then also her fiddle playing. Yeah, it's okay. Excellent. Yeah, it's very excellent. I think that's okay. She's gonna be. This is gonna be. Um, people. This is this is like, in my mind, what country coulda shoulda woulda been. Well, and so and so, what what year is this album? This is the nineties or eighties? This is the I was the nine nineteen ninety. Okay, so yeah, so I mean, it is obviously this is thirty years ago at this point, which yes. feels crazy to me. You know, that's only three years before I was born. Yeah, but um, but like given 30 years of difference between that and what we have today. Okay. It's, it is, it is kind of strange. And this is the bluegrass side of country, but you know, and, and to me, I connect the two, you know, I'm like, I, I hear bluegrass and country is very similar, but yeah. I'm sure somebody that's, that's raised in a different context would say, no, they're totally different. See, and I would think they're totally completely different, especially with like nowadays you hear about like country. Sure. And, and, and that's kind of what I'm saying is like, like dude. modern country is definitely not, what I yeah. would consider country. That 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 to me is more what I'm saying is like I when I think of country, like George Strait is about the most commercial country that I can think yeah. of and really call it country. And I mean, let me tell I recently this is kind of funny, this is all kind of lining up. At Roadhouse recently we uh changed the our music system from the jukebox we used to have. Apparently that was like an old outdated system that weren't there wasn't many roadhouses that still using it. And now it's like these TVs that play music videos. And and so like the song we're playing in on one of the TVs, you can see the video as well. And so we had a lot of more modern country. And this whole weekend, I was like, oh my gosh, this is awful. Like I I forgot how I didn't realize how much I would miss the old country songs that we played. Sure. <laughs> like I would I've been complaining for years now. I'm like, man, I I cannot wait for the day that we change our music over to be more like new stuff that I've listened to the same thing for you're like now you're like and oh, now wow. I'm like man, I wish I would have taken it more. Yeah. But That's what you uh, wish for. Yes, it's it's. Personally, I really don't like modern country. No, no. Okay, so country to me, okay, so in, in just in general, I think um, it's a genre, like a subgenre of pop music. Country, oh, totally. Fits into Absolutely. It. And yeah. and lyrically, it's such a specific and cliche version of pop too. Yes. Like you, you people might think that pop in general has very few uh, topics, you know, like general love songs or like. Uh, a lot of hip hop has like drug culture or th- you know things like that. Sure, that are, sure. That are a lot of but like country, modern country music is even more. It's like three things. It's like my truck, uh, growing up in a small town, or women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, yeah like, I mean, every 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 uh, every genre is gonna have something about women, but like, whiskey and beer. Yeah, seriously, and like and like you you listen to modern country radio and you'll be amazed at how like that is it, like that's it. And you know, obviously they're outliers. I'm not saying that's 100 percent of it, but 90 percent of the music that I hear at work, I'm just like, man, this sucks. This is the same song I heard the last three songs in a row, but it's it's four different artists, but it's the same song. Yeah, dude. And and, and the same thing for like the production too. It's like it's just compressed guitars, and and compressed vo- vocals too. All the vocals are very twangy and per- and compressed, and then drums, and they're probably honestly looped, and it's like it's not uh, not my thing. But yeah. this is I. This, I really I do dig love this. Bluegrass, I dig this a lot yeah. too. Bluegrass is really cool, and especially because like okay, so Alison Krauss would be considered a, 
a, like a skilled musician. She's not just would, a singer, yeah. right? This this fiddle playing. She's she 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 has a wonderful voice, but clearly her parents put her through rigorous training. Yeah, to to, to be really good at the fiddle. I would I would hope she enjoyed it, considering how much time she's obviously put into it. If she hated every minute of it, that sucks. That's Van, what I'm saying. Vanity Fair magazine called her a virtuoso. Yes. I, I remember I, I had that, that thought, like, is she a virtuoso? Because I, I, you, you ever listen to or watch Rick Beato on YouTube? No. Okay. He's, he's, a, he's a producer, guitarist, music theorist, music teacher as well. And he had a video at least a few months ago, probably yeah. honestly a year ago, talking about what is a virtuoso. And he, as a guitarist, he kind of said, in my world, who are the virtuosic guitarists? You know, he brought up uh, Guthrie Govin. He brought up, um, oh my gosh, Alex, or uh, Van Halen. Um, oh, um, I, I, yeah, yeah, that's weird that I can't remember that, but did it start with an A? Like, that's awful. That we can't, Eddie Van Halen. Okay, Eddie. Gosh, I think, I think he has a brother named <laughs> Alex, but, but Eddie Van Halen, things like, he brought up things like that. Uh, Steve Vai. Um, John Petrucci and you know, he said what is it that makes them a virtuoso is it that they can play any style they can play fast you know but at the same time um, somebody might consider somebody like Neil Young a better guitarist or a better musician in their realm like yeah. you know give Steve Vai some folk music it probably is not going to sound as good as Neil Young right and, and I would guess Alison Krauss is probably virtuoso on the violin as well um, you know, I'm sure that she could play. Yeah, I mean, I assume anything. that's what the Vanity Fair is talking about. Yeah, is her but, fiddle playing. But I'm yeah, saying, most like, promising fiddle player in the way. Fiddle, yeah. like bluegrass violin playing, it sounds incredible to me. Yeah, and, yeah. and obviously, there's tons of people who play like that, but it sounds great. It's not not seller short, is what I'm saying. Yeah, very cool. Um, yeah, she rocks, dude. Yes, she, she great musician. Rocks. And I think, um, I, you know, and. I have such a such a shallow education about bluegrass, um, but it sounds to me like all these players that are on this song are just great players. Every all the tones sound yeah. great. They all know exactly what they're doing. Well, I think this kind of goes into she's from Illinois, and I mean, I off the top of my head and don't know where her recording would be, but I'm assuming where she's going to Nashville. Sure, like that's what I would assume. Back in the, the nineties, probably. And oh, yes. if you're going back, you know, to Nashville playing bluegrass, you're going to get like the best yeah, of the best. Every session player will be yeah. the best. Exactly. So pretty cool. Um, the next one song is, is a cover. Okay. Which is fun. And so what year is this from? This is 1995. Okay. Um, do, you, do you want to tell me the cover is or do you want to watch, listen to it first? What do you want to do? Um, let's play the song. Okay. Okay. This is Baby Now That I Found You.
So that is a cover from the band Foundations. The Foundations, yeah. I was Foundations. Looking that. Very interesting. It is very so interesting. Did you? You're the one that picked that one. Yeah. Did you know that going into this? Um, did you, I, I, how, did I, you, how did you learn that? I want to say I don't. I don't think I knew it was a cover. Um, but this is a like a, okay of the Allison Krauss sound songs that I know. That's gonna be on the high end of the you, list. You, you, knew, you knew that song before? Yeah. Okay, cool. That, yeah. Okay. I've heard that song before. Okay, gotcha. A long time ago. It wasn't like a song I played. There's a lot of music from my youth that I hear and I go, I've heard this song Is before. Something your parents would play? Yeah, probably. Okay. you guess? Okay, cool. Yeah. My mom would know or something, right? Okay. Um, but yeah, the foundations, cover from the foundations, but cool. I love the rhythm guitar playing. I think that's yes. probably my favorite part. Yes. Very, very, very tight rhythmically. Uh-huh. So and I think the chord progressions are interesting. Yeah. Um, and and I, I now, after the show, I'm definitely going to uh, go back and listen to the foundations and see how how much she took from them uh, chord, chord-wise. chord Like if it follows the same chord progression or what, you know. Or, I want to say it's pretty similar. Okay. From what I... Because uh, I was looking at they're like a soul group. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I can obviously hear the soul influence. So I would guess it'd be similar, probably like melodically and things like that. But I was wondering how, you know how much it actually was copied or inspired, yeah. you know, however you want to think about it, I guess. I'm going to look up. I want to know. Hmm. I guess it doesn't say anywhere. I'd have to look it up. Um, she's won a lot of awards. I believe it. Uh, she was at one point um, the most awarded female artist in Grammy history. Really? Yeah, until Beyonce won her twenty eighth Grammy in, okay. in twenty twenty one, so just barely. So this this actually it's kind of going back to what I was talking about about uh, change the music at work, where I was listening to or one of the songs playing was a, oh my gosh now I'm, now I'm blanking on his mind on his she's name. fourth of all time too currently yes currently fourth so of all time who, who we have ahead of her um, Beyonce Quincy Jones and classical conductor George A Solti interesting. I don't know who that is. Um, Opera guy. Very interesting. So this week I was having a discussion with one of my coworkers. Um, and she's, yeah. About, okay, this is, I found the name. Sorry, I, I had to make sure I got the name before I told the story. So a Garth Brooks song was playing um, on the TV. And somebody said, oh, I like this song. I was like, oh, this, yeah, I like telling Garth Brooks um, was the best-selling artist of the 90s. Not just in country, but of any artist in any genre. That's cool. Okay, okay cool. And, and, um, wow. and I was like, how interesting it is that give, give two decades later, and you know, like we've been saying, country has evolved and changed in you know, good or bad ways, however you want to take it, but not my, not my best idea of, of country. But in any way, it's definitely not the best-selling uh, genre now. Like, you know, hip hop and pop are way ahead of it sales wise. I would sure. guess. Yeah, I, would, I, would guess I, would I would guess so too. And and it's kinda interesting, you know, same thing kind of thing. At some point Alison Krauss was the most awarded female artist. It's like that's that's crazy to, to well, think. Just barely. Like twenty twenty March fourteenth is when Beyonce won her twenty. Wait, this year. This just barely. Yeah. She was she was like Beyonce wow. just barely. So she has been until now, until this yeah. past year, twenty-seven Grammy awards, dude. Wow, that's, that is and insane. forty-two nominations. 
Is she still the most nominated? I would guess. I don't know. But, I don't know, dude. It's but, pretty crazy. Okay, I see. And I, I, in my mind, I thought it must have been years ago. But wow, that's really crazy to yeah, me. Yeah, just ba- Beyonce just barely won her twenty eighth. That's insanity Grammy. to me. So how many? I mean, how many years has she been that? She won her first Grammy in nineteen ninety one. Oh my gosh! And she's the second youngest winner, and is currently tied as the ninth youngest. So I guess there's been wow. more, more twenty. Well, I mean, yeah, like Billie Eilish has been a thing now. So there you go. But, but yeah, pretty cool. That's very interesting. Like. It really does go to show you how, how, like you can be blind to a total, a, a huge part of the music or of, of anything. But you know, in this case, we're talking about music on this podcast. Like we're people that are involved and interested in music, and I would have never guessed that if you would have said who's who who was the best or the most winningest Grammy. Gosh, Artist, yeah, yeah, female, female. Um, yeah, I would have never said Alison Krauss. That wouldn't have been. Anywhere in my mind, you know, I would have said probably Beyonce, Taylor Swift, something like that. That that to me is a mainstream powerhouse artist. And, you know, up until this year, I would have been wrong, way wrong. Yeah, dude. Well, and and pretty, yeah, you never know, dude. But I want to know if Taylor Swift skilled and and just I would say deserving of of that. But I would never guess. Yeah, I mean, now you know. And if now you, you know, know. Now you know. Audience member. Yeah, dude. I want to know. You made me. You making me look it up. Philanthropy. Interesting. We should do a. We should do a, a episode one sometime of just the craziest facts, like like sales facts and things like that. Okay. We should, we should have on a guest and do like a like a competition. See who can, oh, who like can little, best like a little, guess. Uh, yeah. Little Jeopardy game. Yeah, kind of something like that. Or yeah, just uh, we'll we'll make up some rules. Okay. Well, let's move on because this next yes. one's going to be the probably the most known and popular song of this, just because I feel like, um, yeah. Is this yours? Yes. Okay. Whiskey Lullaby. Yes. This is the first song I heard from her. Yeah, and I would say most of the time. Yeah. Well, Brad Paisley, Brad Paisley yeah. as well, so it's kind of got the double. Great song. Yeah, but here we go. Put him out like the burning end of a midnight cigarette. She broke his heart. He spent his whole life trying to forget. We watched him drink his pain away a little at a time, but he never could get drunk enough. His mind until the night he put that bottle to his head and pulled the trigger and finally drank away her memory. Life is short, but this time it was Down in the pillow 
Yeah, classic, right? I would say. I don't know. Yeah, um, like that. Yeah. So once again, obviously, her vocal range, vocal control, huge, super on point. Um, and I don't know how much of a um, role she had in the in the songwriting of this, or you know, of, of arranging. But whoever wrote the vocal harmonies, I, they're they're just on point. Like I, maybe just just both their performances. You know, Brad Paisley has a great voice too. And also kind of virtuoso in in the country guitar world, um, I think they just both have a great sense of where does your voice need to fit in these harmonies, and they just they just blend them well. Great production, and great decision to end it on those acapella. That's haunting. Yeah, pretty pretty um, pretty intense. Uh, this is a song composed by Bill Anderson and John Randall, so not even them. Yeah, and and, then and uh, duet recorded. By Brad Paisley and Allison Cross. I like how she's she's credited. It's it's American country music artist Brad Paisley and bluegrass artist Allison Cross. Yeah, and and I was gonna ask. I guess right now is the best time to ask anyway. So, did you notice any kind of evolution as an artist, like in her songwriting or, or performance, or over the the vast you know 1987 to when was her last album released? 2017. Yeah. So yeah. 30 years. 1987's was so just bluegrass. Yes. Like bluegrass, bluegrass. There was like songs that she didn't even sing in. Yes. And that correct. one. Um, and then everything else kind of, I think, funnels down to. By the time you get to like, I think even yours too, when you were still in the bluegrass kind of vibe, we were way more into her voice. Uh, on 19- that first one, yeah, from, uh, Endless Highway. That, yeah, yeah. And from then on, it's kind of like, yeah, we're going to keep. And do we get more country? I don't know. I don't hey, and I, I was gonna say, like, because you know, we've we've done one that's her and her backing band. My, you know, my first song, and then your first one was a cover, and this one's a, a, a composition, yeah, like, a, like a, a single. But what I'm, what I'm talking about, like, um, oh my gosh, a duet. Yeah, a duet. That's that. I'll call it a duet. Okay. Um, like, it kind of isn't necessarily her doing the writing. And that, sure. and that, so you know, it's maybe it's not a great, a great gauge to what we've listened to so far. Okay. But I kind of, I just, I kind of had the same feeling though that as it went on, it becomes less bluegrassy, less chicken picking, less banjo, less mandolin, yeah. and more like slow dance songs, I guess. And, okay. And I guess I have one on on Windy City, the last album, and we'll see how bluegrassy that one is. But my other song that I'm chosen is also a duet. And I, what's your is your other one? Yeah, my other ones, my other ones before yours. And is then, it is it on yeah, the yeah, Robert album? From Rising Sand. Okay, so yeah, so so Raising the, Yeah, two of our last three are from this album where she did it with Robert Plant. And then her last one, we'll see how, kind of how much um bluegrass there's still in there. But yeah, I, I I don't know if I'd call her a bluegrass artist at this point, but she probably was known in that world yeah. at this point. You might be getting into the more folky range yeah, for sure. of of things. But still you're avoiding the whole country perception. In my mind, there's not a lot of country. Yeah, I wouldn't say she's a country no. singer. No. Yeah. But um, she's, yeah, I, I don't know. That's Kate. interesting. I wonder how they chose uh, Brad Paisley and Allison Krauss, like those guys that wrote it. Sure. That'd be interesting. I don't know. It's, it's a curious, curious question. The question itself is curious. I'll check it out. Um, This, rise, The Raising Sand. Yes. I really Grammy Award winning. Okay. Uh, yeah. The album itself or the... The album itself. Okay. It's a winning collaboration album. That, that, was, the, that was the category? Best uh, collaboration or what? I don't know. It's okay. just Grammy Award winning 
collaboration album by Roxy. I think there's a category now called like Americana Folk. I'm um, it won that. Album of the Year. Just Album of the Year straight up. Yeah. At the yeah, at the two thousand eight and the Grammy Awards. Yep. Interesting. See, album of the year. So I was hoping you'd pick one from this album. Okay. Because now I don't feel as selfish asking to like look at the actual personnel of this album because I can't remember the last time I, I listened to an album like this where the whole time I was like, oh my gosh, this is just gold. Like, it is gold, e- Like every, I can't think of any song in there that I wasn't like, this is incredible. I, the one I picked I love because it does, it is so slow. Okay, ready? We're going to play it. Okay. Polly, come home.
Yeah, pretty cool. Very interesting. Slow. Just, yeah. Pace. So slow. I Cruising. I try to tap out the uh, the tempo. Okay. And uh, best I could get close to seventy six beats yeah. per minute, which is slow. Uh, the my my BPM app says that's on Dante, which means uh, I looked it up. It meant a, a slow walking pace. Slow walking. And that feels like it feels like a nice slow, slow walking walk. pace. Yes. Doesn't speed up. I like it just stays steady. Yeah. And it's a decent decently uh, like five and a half minutes. Really? Dude, that that went by quick for me. I I yeah. think it's because it's such a stream of consciousness. Like there's no there's no variation to it. It's just yes, the very same get lost thing. into it. Yeah, exactly. Very much that's get that's lost into say. it. Um. So I, because I love this album so much, I, I looked into like how, how it came about and I want to read something. Um, part of it is an in, a short interview from him about this album and this was just a part of this article of talking about it. So um, this is an interview, or an article from The Guardian written back in, I'll tell you when, one second. Okay, this was written back in 2017. Okay, so this is like 10 years after that album came out, I think. Right, when did this album come out? Um, 2007. Yeah, 10 years later. So it said, this is Raising Sand was the record that changed everything for Robert Plant. He discovered Krauss one night in his car, the radio singing to him in the darkness as he came from a pub on the Shropshire, or Shropshire, I guess, borders. He says, I remember pulling over and writing the name down. Who the hell was that? In 2004, they sang live together at a Lead Belly tribute in Cleveland, Ohio, and Plant got Krauss's number from her manager to see if she wanted to collaborate. Their first phone conversation was odd. He says, she whispered, oh, hi, barely speaking, then said she'd call me back, quickly putting the phone down. The reason was more prosaic than pretentious. She was putting her kid to bed. This is her, uh, and then talks about one of the songs from this album, Your Long Journey. But I just thought that was so, like, fitting. It, it's, like, such a, such a huge honor to be able to take Robert Plant like that. You know what I mean? Just he hears you on the radio, and he's like, oh, my gosh. Sure. I have to work with this person. That's obviously one of the hugest honors any singer can take. But in reality, I just like, I like that commentary on who she is. Like Robert Plant calls her and she gets a phone call and she's, Oh, I'll be, I'll call you right back Yeah, because she's putting her kid to bed. Like that's, that comes first. Okay. I think that's really cool. But, um, yeah, just a beautiful song. Um, like I said, love the fact that it's just really focused on their voice and how their voices can meet. And they both really serve the song. Neither yeah. of them tried to shine too much, just fit fit what needed to be happening. Well, let's jump right into yours then too, because this and it'll we'll play more to talk about, right? More yeah. to talk about. So this is two songs later through the morning, through the night.
Killer, killer, yes, killer. very, very uh, smooth. That that upright or not upright? That lap steel is just it's yeah. the sauce, dude. Mm-hmm. Sauce. It is how sauce. how can you how can you not like getting lost pedal steel? Yeah, in the sauce. I so wish that I'll say it this way. I don't, I don't wish. I will make sure that my children play the pedal steel. <laughs> I, I I will have enough money and. Uh, and musical um, push, okay, to buy them pedal steels. They'll all they'll, they're going to do an all pedal steel band. That's that's my goal. There you go. I want that just as a, the soundtrack of my life when I'm at home. I want just pedal steels playing all the time. I mean, they, yeah, dude, I'm I'm down for it. Yeah, really cool. Um, smooth like butter, just like that yes. one. So that album, I was gonna say, I I love that album, and I was looking at the, all the personnel. Um, I just want to like just give a quick like rundown of people that that person I've worked with, okay? Just just to show how this is like the dream team, okay, of musicians, okay? Okay. So the producer T Bone Burnett, he's also the electric guitarist okay. on most of the album. Um, he has produced, or he was he was the guitarist for Bob Dylan. Cool. Um, he. Worked on the the um, soundtracks of A Brother Where Art Thou, where Alison Krauss also was yep. part of that. Um, Walk the Line, and then um, looking at some other stuff that he did. But he yeah, he's produced a bunch of stuff like that. Um, 
The Big Lebowski as well. Cool. He worked with Elton John, John Mellencamp, um, Elvis Costello. Wow. Okay. And then th- this is one that I loved. The um, upright bassist. His name is Dennis Crouch. Let's just listen to this this list. Greg Allman, Johnny Cash, Elvis Costello, Harry Connick Jr., Elton John, Alison Krauss, Willie Nelson, Robert Plant, Steven Tyler, John Mellencamp, um, Vince Gill, and then a bunch of other just traditional folk stuff. So he's just a folk just monster. monster. I'm sure. I'm sure in that world, it's like, oh, you worked with Dennis Crouch. Like that's cool. Yeah, it's and, expensive. Yeah, yeah I can imagine. <laughs> um, and and seriously, you go through everybody on there. This uh. Like the pedal steel guitar, I haven't looked at this guy yet, but like I'm sure he's worked with just, yeah, uh, Eric Clapton, Daft Punk, um, Bruce Springsteen, Barry Gibb, Joni Mitchell, John Mayer, just everybody that, you, that you'd want to work with in that world. Yeah. They've all worked with them. It's just crazy to think all, how these geniuses are all in the same room writing this hit of an album. So It's cool. It's deserving of that Grammy. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely deserve me that Grammy. Hope they, hopefully they all got a piece of that. <laughs> yeah, so I would assume. Hopefully so. they all cut the Grammy into little pieces and they took a chunk. Yeah, yeah. they all each. I think they each get one. Probably. Yeah, I'd imagine. Uh, but yeah, whatever. Okay, so this last one, dude. Windy City. So now we're getting in 2017. And this, this is, is her solo recent. stuff. Yes. So now is the real test of whether or not this is still bluegrass or not. Yeah. So, but let's 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 play this one then. What's Gen- the song? Gentle on my mind.
beautiful fade out. Yeah, so we kind of shot ourselves in the foot, actually, because that yeah, also we... was a cover. Was it? Yes. I didn't know that until now. I, just, I was just looking into it. It's a Glenn Campbell song. There you go. And uh, yeah, so she also did not write that one. That's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I think... What she's playing, though. It's still going to yeah. be like very bluesy, grassy, folky. That's going to be more, more folky than <laughs> bluesy, it is. Grassy, yeah. Bluesy, grassy, right? Yeah, I would say that's... She, she's kind of less of a bluegrass artist and more of just contemporary, yeah, soft folk yeah. singer. Yeah, I dig it. Um, but yeah, still everything applies about like her voice being just incredible. And I think that one, what's I got to me on that one is, is the drums. Like sure. played, played with brushes and just real pockets the whole time. From, like, from the outsider's perspective, I feel like Alison Krauss is a bad rep just for the sake of that people who hate country won't even give her a shot right because they're going to be she's going to be grouped into that sure. but you know if there's anything anybody who's listened to this can attest it's like hey give her a shot if you hate country music that's okay she's not country yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> she's bluegrass mm-hmm. at the countryest yeah that will be yeah yeah that'll be a difficult i'll say it this way if you hate allison krauss i hate you yeah you hate america <laughs> 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 no, it, 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 I, I don't see how anybody could like, if you, if you don't know who she is, then you might be like, Oh, I have no idea. It's ignorance. But like, if you listen to her and you hate it, like what's wrong with you? What's, how can you hate on something so well done? Yeah, dude, she's killing it. But that was Alice Krauss, dude. And, uh, I enjoyed every minute of it. it was, I really, yeah. I really had a good time. I was excited. I mean, I picked it. So you better, yeah, you better be excited. <laughs> Cool. I'm excited about this next week. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, tell me what it is. This next week, we're going punk rock again. Punk, punkity punk, punk rock. Yes, the Wonder Years. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think they're American. That's all I'm gonna tell you. They're American. <laughs> so we're sticking and sticking oh, to the old red, white, and blue again. <laughs> no. Cool. Okay. Um, sounds good. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks. Bye.